You should not have to significantly move your head up or down in order to see your screen. You should be able to sit in good posture and your screen should be eye level so that you're not having to tilt your head up or down. So I used a screen stand. Welcome to the Imperfectly Empowered Podcast with DIY healthy lifestyle blogger, Anna Fulmer, empowering you to transform your life one imperfect day at a time. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Imperfectly Empowered Podcast. I am your host, Anna Fulmer. Today we are chatting five ergonomic tips for your desk to help relieve neck pain and prevent some of the common causes of neck pain. About, was it probably two years ago now, it was around Christmas time and I suffered from a condition called torticollis. No, that is not the name of a mythical creature from the Lord of the Rings, but in fact, a fancy medical term for neck spasm. I specifically remember it because we were hosting our annual Christmas fondue party, which I've never canceled. And for several weeks, I had had neck pain on the right side, neck pain on right side, and it kept becoming stronger and stronger. And it was especially sore when I would get up in the morning. And in like typical mom fashion, I was like, ah, you know, do a couple of head and neck rolls, uh, whatever, it'll get better. And you plug through your day. I remember setting up the fondue party. I was putting plates out. I was, and it was getting worse and worse to the point by, I was literally sitting on the sofa, unable to move. If I moved even at all, I got such shooting pain on the right side of my neck that I could not move. This is called torticollis, where it actually is like your head actually ends up looking like this because it's so spasmed. It's actually like spasmed to one side or the other. I knew full well what the cause was. (laughs) It was my home office setup and lack of attention to proper ergonomics. But as is typical of one who knows better, I neglected my own frequently given advice to countless patients on how to prevent neck and back pain with proper ergonomics. So I paid for it with severe spasming and two incredibly painful therapeutic massages. For those of you local, by the way, I highly recommend the Therapeutic Massage Works in Lidditz. If you suffer from chronic neck or back pain, it really does make a difference. They're not comfortable. I'll just say, I'll put it that way. It is incredibly painful, incredibly painful. But if you spend hours at a desk looking at a screen or using a cell phone, I am going to share with you five ergonomic tips to relieve and prevent neck and back pain. We're basically going to help give your desk, your workspace an ergonomic makeover. There are more tips than just these five. I'm just show, I'm sharing with you the five that I actually implemented at that time, and I have not experienced it since. This really does make a difference. So first of all, you might be asking, what in the world does ergonomic mean? Ergonomics is quite simply the study of people's efficiency in their working environment. For my purposes, I am sharing ergonomic tips on how to position your body in such a way as to improve your physiological function, and prevent disability, like a debilitating neck spasm, for example, in your workplace. I also want to refer to an excellent podcast episode I did with Tom Swales. He is a celebrity physiotherapist. He is an expert in body movement. And he did some 
excellent examples on the episode of exercises to relieve neck pain, back pain. He's incredible. I highly recommend checking out all of his stuff to get more exercise ideas to strengthen and relieve some of this muscle tension that you might be experiencing. But let me share with you the five ergonomic desk or office tips that made all the difference for me in preventing this reoccurrence of neck spasming and pain and will certainly help you as well. Number one, you want your neck in a neutral position. So we're going to start sort of at the top and work down because if you don't know, you may be feeling pain here, but this pain here might be related to something that is happening in your back or vice versa. It's all connected. Just listen to the interview with Tom Swales and I won't need to convince you. So one of the things that I did and do now always is I elevate my screen, my laptop or computer screen. So one, it is approximately an arm length away. Like the screen that I'm looking at right now is a little less than an arm length away, but eye level with your face. You should not have to significantly move your head up or down in order to see your screen. You should be able to sit with your chin tucked down a little bit, right? In good posture, should be flat down the back and your screen should be eye level so that you're not having to tilt your head up or down. So I used a screen stand, an example of this and the link to the exact one I use. There's nothing special about this one, but it was certainly budget-friendly. I have several of them for any of my screens, for like my computer screens. Now, another stand that I bought was to elevate smaller devices. So I have two laptop stands. I also have two like iPad or cell phone stands. Well, I can't show you the laptop stand because my laptop is sitting on it. But here's an example of the cell phone stand. What this does is it keeps my phone while I'm working, especially because I sit for a lot of my day now to work at my desk. And then this sits and it holds the iPad that I use as a second screen because it's budget-friendly. It's a lot cheaper than a second monitor screen. And again, I put it at eye level. And then same with this, cell phone on this so that it's at eye level. And again, it prevents hyperflexion or hyperextension of your cervical spine to be specific. Tip number two, shoulders should be relaxed and elbows at a 90 degree angle. This, this was the culprit for me specifically when I had torticollis and I had this terrible neck spasming on the right side. You need to adjust your desk or chair to achieve this ergonomic position. So the desk that I used at this time, like when I wrote this post initially on the blog, when I had had this severe neck spasm, By the way, by the way, this same thing happened when I very first started blogging. When I very, very first started blogging, I got this exact same thing. And I knew then too what it was. It was because for the first time in my life, I was sitting for a couple hours every day typing. And I didn't even think about ergonomic positioning because I worked in medicine all my life where I was lucky if I sat at all. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like, I didn't have to think about sitting at a desk, but when I first started blogging, I got severe spasming in my neck and it was again, this exact same thing, but this was our second house. When I got torticollis the second time, it was at our third house, different desk setups. We make the worst patients. Those of us who actually know what we're talking about, tell you what, 
But basically what happens is that the desk that I was using was high. It's a high secretary desk. It's kind of an unusual height. And it really should be, it should have been lowered. The chair that I was sitting in was too low for the desk. So what happened, especially when my right hand sort of lived on a mouse, right? And because the desk was too high, my chair was too low. Here's what I look like. You can't see my right shoulder super well, but it was slightly like this for hours. If you're watching the video, you might be able to see this, but if you're listening, I'm basically showing you that it is slightly elevating my right shoulder. And this is engaging these muscles here around my neck, as opposed to keeping them relaxed and in a neutral position. So how do you adjust? Well, there's different ways to do it. You can get one of those adjustable desks that move to your height, whether you're standing. Tom Swales made an excellent point. He's like, one of the keys is movement. You need to still be moving. I have not yet adjusted to a standing desk. I would like to. I'm actually considering giving my current desk a makeover and putting like adjustable feet on the base or whatever so that I can move it to my height. But the other option is getting an adjustable chair that's like a countertop height that would give you more ability to lower and heighten it. But the bottom line is this. When your hands are resting on your keyboard, if you're sitting in a keyboard, have somebody take a picture of you. If you really are experiencing chronic neck pain, I highly recommend taking these steps to do this. Put your hands on your keyboard, put one hand on your mouse, and have somebody take a picture of you. Your elbow should make a comfortable, relaxed L. That's 90 degrees. So that your shoulders are in a neutral position and relaxed. And then your arms are at a relaxed, like relaxed 90 degree. So for me, budget options here, I added a second cushion to my chair. It was not pretty, but it worked. I I showed a picture on the blog post. This was how I made these budget adjustments to make it happen. I got a, I took a cushion off of our living room sofa and I added like, I call it a butt pillow. I don't know how else to put it, but it's like a, a U shape. It also gives your lumbar spine a little bit more support, but it helped elevate me enough so that my arms were resting in the right position and my neck wasn't spasmed. You have tried it all. Worried you will never lose the extra weight or reclaim the energy you once enjoyed? Want to achieve fat loss without spending hours in a gym or eliminating entire food groups from your diet? Well, now you can. In the virtual Faster Way to Fat Loss with Anna, my six-week fitness and nutrition program, you will learn how to pair effective 30-minute workouts with all-natural evidence-based nutritional strategies to leverage what you eat and when you eat to reset your metabolism and burn fat fast, even that stubborn belly fat. I am a dual certified nurse practitioner passionate about teaching sustainable strategies to promote fat loss and prevent disease. I have cheered on thousands of clients who have done just that with the Faster Way program. In my six-week program, the average client currently sheds seven inches of body fat. 93% report more energy and 89% state that their mental health has improved. 100% of clients report they feel this program is sustainable. Curious to try the program, but not sure if the strategies will work for you? Try the Faster Way strategies for free. Head to www.hammersandhugs.com and sign up for my free seven-day fat loss accelerator course today and start your own transformation story. 
So three then, ergonomic tick number three is that wrists. So we went neck, elbows. We're now at wrists should be maintained in a neutral position on the keyboard and the mouse. Chronic hyperextension or flexion of the wrist can ultimately end up leading to carpal tunnel and chronic wrist pain. This is something that I saw many, many, many patients for. One of the ways of protecting your wrist and maintaining a neutral position, especially with a keyboard, is to buy a wrist pad for your keyboard. Because again, you want your wrist to be neutral. You want your wrist to be neutral. But what tends to happen if you're not elevating that wrist with a cushion, as I'm showing you here in the video, it does this. It does this. And it's hard to see, but this is actually slightly extended. Okay. You want it neutral. You also don't want it like this either, but this is the bigger issue. So you want to buy a wrist pad for your keyboard and mouse. Also, the mouse should move easily and without significant effort. That sounds really silly, but if you are sitting where you are using a mouse a lot, it should glide really easily. I never thought about this until I was thinking through like all these ways. I mean, that spasming was no joke. <laughs> like it was terrible. It was so painful. So I was thinking like through everything. And one of the things that I realized is there's not all mouses are created equal. Hmm. Mice, mouses, what? You know what I'm saying? Those little handheld things that move your pointer around on your screen, that thing, they're not all created equal. Some move a lot easily. It should move really, really easily so that you are not constantly having to hyper extend flex your wrist. I've actually, to be honest, I found the cheaper ones actually move easier. I returned a really nice one and bought this cheapo one. It's like $11, this one, I think. Now, the new wireless keyboard that I bought, this was the example. It came with a mouse that was a lot nicer. I did not like it. I switched back to the old mouse because the new one was just a lot harder to move around and I switched it out. So again, it's the little things. Ergonomic tip number four, we're continuing down the body. We talked neck, we talked elbows, we talked wrist. I'm not going to break out into song, although I want to. Head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and... Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> My daughter would be so embarrassed right now. Number four, we're down to the knees. Keep your knees at a 90 degree angle. So this particular desk that I was having issues with, there was a crossbar at the bottom of the desk that I always rested my feet on. The problem is, again, it was not like a good ergonomical position. And when you're talking sitting for several hours a day, it was definitely putting my spine in a misaligned position. So I ended up investing in a footstool cushion. It sits at the bottom of my desk. I'm also short. I'm 5'3". So I use this cushion to help keep my knees at a comfortable, relaxed 90 degree angle. This will help protect your lower spine, really the entire spine. Cause again, it's all aligned. It's all connected and just give you a little bit more support. Tip number five, add a lumbar support pillow. Remember that pillow that I talked about when I was elevating my chair, because my chair couldn't go up any higher than it already was. Right. I had this weird, like high secretary desk. But what I did notice is by adding the lumbar support pillow, it did relieve pressure on my lower back. My lower back did not ache as much at the end of my workday. It makes sense then why these lumbar support pillows, part of what they're advocating for is that it prevents excessive muscle fatigue because you're not having to engage 
the muscles quite as much and it, it allows them to relax. So the lumbar support pillow, I linked to the one that I used. I, is there like a magical lumbar support pillow? No, I don't. I don't think so. This is just a side note. I added considering using blue light glasses. That's not necessarily an ergonomic tip, but I do think it's important to make sure that one, you're wearing the right glasses for your work. Meaning if you can't see your screen, I think a lot of people without even realizing subconsciously do one of these numbers. If you're watching me, you can see I'm like slowly looking in closer at the screen. Well, you see what it just did? My whole spine is now misaligned. It's no longer in a neutral position. So here's another way of adjusting that. Maybe you really do need glasses. Blue light glasses, by the way, have nothing to do with your eyesight. It's preventing all that blue light from your screens, which can also be detrimental to your sleep. But increase the font on your screen. This is a tip. Increase the font on your screen. If you find yourself subconsciously doing one of these numbers where you slowly get closer and closer to your screen, because again, misaligned, not neutral. You're having to like squint and lean in to be able to read your screen. Increase the font size on your screen. Maybe consider like glasses, reading glasses, whatever you need to be able to more clearly see the uh, screen that you were looking at for several hours a day. So again, that is neck in neutral alignment, your elbows at a 90 degree angle, your wrists should not be hyper extended or hyper flexed. They should be neutral. Your knees at a 90 degree angle. Don't worry, I won't break out into song again. (laughs) A footstool will help with those knees. And then a lumbar pillow for your lower back. Make sure you can actually read your screen, increase the font size, whatever you need to do so that you're not having to readjust your spine and you can maintain a neutral position. I hope one of these tips helps. If you have neck pain, chronic back pain, again, Check out Tom Swales, amazing interviews, guy's a rock star, expert in body movement to live well and decrease common causes of pain. Check out that podcast episode. And I hope these tips help you to live with less pain. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Imperfectly Empowered Podcast. I would love to hear your thoughts from today. Head to your preferred podcasting platform and give the show an honest review and let me know what you think. Remember, you cannot be redefined, only redeveloped one imperfect day at a time. Your story matters and you are loved.